You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Hello and welcome back to this week's Weekly Wrap-Up here on Sprott Money News. I'm your host, Jeff Rutherford, and on the line today we have our chairman, Mr. Eric Sprott. Good morning, Eric. How are you doing today, sir? Hey, Jeff. Uh, doing well. Uh, lots of interesting things going on in the world, so let's get at it. Amen to that. Well, Eric, let's take a look at the economy firstly. As we can see, things continue to look bleak. But what do you think the perspective is from the consumer? What are your thoughts in that, Eric? Well, as you know, Jeff, I've been a proponent that it's very difficult to imagine uh, any kind of economic recovery here. And we're seeing so many signs of things not coming together economically. Probably one of the better signs, I just noticed that the freight index, which means the number of shipments, for the month of October was down 5.3%. I mean, that is is going from, from certainly a recession to almost something that starts with a D. Not only are things weak today, but the outlook is weak. We saw, for example, in the UK that, uh, that a lot of luxury homes are unsold. We see the consumer comfort indexes that are weak. We see this continuing uh, contrast between haves and the have-nots. Uh, which gets worse by the day. So there's many things that are indicating that there's problems in the economy. And and one other factor I want to put in there is the, sort of the general uneasiness that we sense in the world economically. We're having more and more protests in the United States. The students were were out complaining about education. We see strikes in Greece where they had a 24-hour yeah, national strike there. We see a lot of strike activity in China. We had European GDP went up 0.3% in the third quarter. There's a lot of things which suggest in a continuum that things are not well in the world of the economy. So it's just same old, same old from my point of view, but perhaps some of your listeners would start to realize that this mainstream media of moderate growth is is quite frankly a sham. So Eric, let's switch our attention over to the stock market. We can see some general signs of weakness there. What are your thoughts in terms of what we're seeing in that sector? I think the important thing to notice is that we have weakness in the stock market. The stock market is now flat to slightly down year over year. That is not a good sign. We see a huge divergence between the few stocks going up and the multiplicity of stocks going down. There's a great divergence in what we call the advanced decline line, where the, the declines are starting to outweigh the advances, and the advances get uh, concentrated in a few names. We see the bond market yields moving up here. I mean, the junk bond yields, I think, have gone from, triple C has gone from 8% to 14%. It's a clear sign that there's trouble. The, even the investment grade market for corporate bonds, the yields have risen here. They're starting to rise to the treasuries. And of course, I've, I think I might have mentioned last week that I mean, it looks to me like the market, the bond market, might be determining where rates go rather than the central banks of the world as the number of sellers of bonds who used to be the buyers, China, the Mideast, various pension plans, like the Norwegian pension plan that's running out of money, like a bird in our own country where this huge deficit, well, you've got to sell something to pay for it. And most of these funds would own treasuries. So we continue to see pressure on yields. And wouldn't it be interesting for us that the bond market is determining where rates are going to go, not the Fed. And we've seen lots of increases in rates across the spectrum of U.S. treasuries. 
more than the 25 basis points we're even chatting about in December, which I suspect will never happen anyway. But they've already gone up more than 25 basis points. So, And of course, if, if rates continue to rise, it's going to end this uh, housing recovery because a small increase in rates takes that marginal buyer to the market and it's the marginal buyer that kept the market together. So generally, people should be very, very careful about stock investments. We're seeing so many bad signs. And of course, certain areas are just getting decimated, in particular the energy, transportation, basic commodities, as we see copper hitting new lows and the other base metals following it. I mean, it's just, there's an overt sign of the stock market likely topping out here. Uh, Jeff, one further thing that people should understand about the stock market. There's a study done on Zero Hedge uh, that was uh, published this morning, uh, and I think it came out of uh, Societe Generale, where they measured the total dollars invested through buybacks in the stock market, and it was $5 trillion. And, and where it came from was the corporations issuing debt of $5 trillion and putting every cent into buybacks. And between those buybacks, the Swiss National Bank buying stocks, the Japanese Central Bank buying stocks, this is a this is a, a Ponzi that you know cannot continue to happen, particularly as earnings start to roll over here. We had lots of warnings and lots of lousy numbers on earnings. And it's almost like it's incredible to think the whole market rally was based on buybacks in a world where the economy is shrinking. And these buybacks are going to have to slow down here. In fact, they should even end. I mean, think of all the buybacks that happened this year. And on average, the average stock's down. So anybody who put money, any company that put money into their stock, such as IBM and all these other, they're, they're getting their butts kicked in here. And they're going to have to, and they've taken on debt to do it. And now, I think I even saw that McDonald's that was put on a, a downgrade because they were putting so much money into buybacks that their debt equity ratios were getting out of line, which which makes, I'm sure, them pause and think, well, hold on, maybe we're doing the wrong thing. We keep buying our stock, it keeps going down. Now our credit's being downgraded. It's going to force the board to reconsider those things, as it will in many, many companies. So that, again, is another sign that there's a danger ahead for the stock market. So, Eric, let's take a look at the precious metal market. We can see the gold has gone up today slightly on Friday. But overall, I wanted to get your perspective on both of what we're seeing in the physical market as well as in the paper market. What are your thoughts on that, Eric? Well, there's a couple of interesting things. The World Gold Council came out with their data for the third quarter. And, of course, it showed that demand was strong. We're also seeing that mine supply is decreasing, both in uh, gold and silver here. We've had huge trading in the commodity complex. I would guess we're going to get a commitment to traders report this afternoon. I would guess that these commercials might have totally flipped out of their short position and covered the whole thing off. The whole decline from 1180 to 1080 has been totally orchestrated by the commercials to the detriment of uh, normal investors, hedge funds, and so on, and, and the retail investor. And I suspect there's been a big unwind there. It'll be very interesting to see. Maybe they've even gone long gold at these levels. We've also seen uh, coin sales being strong. Uh, we've seen physical data out of the UK uh, where they've now shipped uh, something like 280 net tons out of the UK this year, year to date, versus 114 tons. Of course, again, I would point out the UK produces no gold. We know where the gold is going. It's going to either Switzerland or China, and if it goes to Switzerland, it's going to China anyway. Some of this gold, of course, is coming from uh, the GLD, 
and and other trusts. And I think this is part of, part of the reason why they raided, so that maybe they get some GLD sellers and are able to turn it into gold. There's been some redemptions of gold out of the GLD. Nothing like happened in uh, 2013. And of course, the statistics out of China continue to be strong. The chatter out of uh, India is that demand is strong, and at these price levels, you can hardly blame people for thinking that we should be very, very near a bottom, particularly when literally for the last 15 years, by my work, the demand for gold has been way beyond the supply of gold, and most of the difference has been supplied by the Western Central Banks surreptitiously, not reporting it. So it's going to be very interesting to look at the COT report and just see exactly what the commercials have done because they run the price. There's no doubt about it. These have no bearing on any data that ever comes out about physical demand, which is, I mean, you see numbers like, you know, when you get coin sales up like 400%. It's hard to imagine that prices would do what they do other than looking at what the commercial traders wanted to do. And I think, again, the day is coming. We're down to less, less than five tons of gold in the COMEX. China ships about 50 tons a week over in the Shanghai Gold Exchange. So you, it puts into perspective what, what five tons means. It means nothing. It's like half a day's supply in China when the market's open. So it'll be very interesting for everyone to watch the COD reports. I still believe that all the data is, is price supportive price supportive, other than what the commercials are doing, and I hope their day is ending here. We've got a lot of trauma going on in all financial markets, whether it's stocks, bonds, foreign currency, and all of this is going to translate into weakness, ultimately in the banking system. Don't have your money in a bank, put in gold and silver, and uh, just wait for our day of reckoning, which can't be too far away. Well, as usual, Eric, we always appreciate your insight here on the Weekly Wrap-Up, and we look forward to speaking to you in the weeks to come. Okay, all the best. Thanks. Thank you, Eric. And to our listeners, thank you for listening. This is Jeff Rutherford for the Weekly Wrap-Up here on Sproutman News. Have a great weekend. <laughs>